Welcome to the Salty Insight Podcast, the podcast that does things a little differently. My name is Alicia and I've worn many hats, both as a graphic designer and branding nerd for over 15 years. But really, I'm just a mom here to connect with other women navigating the challenges of running a business and being a full-time mom. Join in as we dive into raw, honest conversations and stories that will inspire and encourage you. Now let's dive in and have some fun. Last week, I mentioned that I wanted to share that I had recorded an episode and decided not to share that one because I had recorded it when I was in the middle of going through some emotional darkness, and I didn't feel like it was the right time to share that. Well, guess what? I still don't feel like it's the right time to share what I had recorded. In fact, I even deleted it and decided to do something completely different because I realized that what I had recorded was more for myself than for anyone else. It was what I needed to vocalize. It wasn't necessarily something I needed to share. But I did want to share kind of where where I'm at. I I, I wanted to share a story that I have been writing, or at least a part of a story that I've been writing. Um, And this is my story. Um, Kind of what has led to the beginning of this podcast or the decision to relaunch my business, not as a graphic designer, but as a mentor and as a coach. Instead of done for you, I'm more supporting you and leading you from a different perspective. And this particular story that I'm about to share is... Um, it's a very personal one and it covers a lot of different things and it still speaks to what it was that I was dealing with before last week's episode, but it puts it into a different perspective and it's one that I've been wanting to share for a really long time. I just didn't know how to articulate it and how to put it in a format that was going to make sense. So I just started writing and it just like, it's still in the works. It's still in the process, but this is a chunk of, it's kind of a teaser, a a glimpse into a story that I want to share. Also, if you hear little squeaker noises, it's my dog, George. And he feels like he needs to add his two cents. Really, he wants me to play with him, but I'm going to ignore him. Anyway, um, okay, so I'm, I'm just going to read it. And I might ad lib a little as I'm reading it. But this is one of, a piece of, a teaser, more or less, of one of the chapters that I am writing in this, I don't even know, it's just a book. And again, it's one of those projects where 
I started it a while ago and I don't necessarily know if it's for me or if it's to share. Like I have no idea what I'm going to do with it when I'm done. But I felt like this particular story is one that I needed to share. So that's where we're at. Um, yeah. So I will, this is kind of weird. It's like one of those awkward transitions of like, how do you go from just talking to reading? I don't know. So we're just going to dive in. I remember the day like it was only moments ago. I was cold and I had reached an emotional low that was so deep. I couldn't see a way out on my knees at the end of my bed crying harder than I knew was possible, I heard a whisper in my mind, just surrender and I will deliver you from this pain. Then an image passed before my mind of all the men and women of the Bible that had poured out their heart in anguish to the Lord, asking for help. Even Jesus wept and begged for rescuing. If they could do it, I could too. So that's what I did. I poured out my heart, lamenting my pain and asked to be rescued. I admitted that I couldn't fix it. My life was headed in a direction that was going to destroy everything, and I was powerless to stop it. I tried everything and nothing worked. So it was his turn. Kind of like a tag, you're it. I was giving up control, admitting my limitations and asking for help. I could do what I would do, whatever he asked. I just needed a clear idea of what he wanted me to do next. You see, everything leading up to that day in my bedroom started when I invited Jesus into my life at the age of six. At least I think I was six or at least around there. All I can really remember is that we were standing, I and my dad, we're standing in the entryway of the duplex that we lived in. I remember having a conversation with my dad that day. I can't remember exactly the specifics of what we talked about. I only remember that I asked him to walk me through the prayer to invite Jesus to be my savior. I had very little understanding as a little person of what to do after that. But I knew enough to know I couldn't live without him in my life. My dad then, then, after, asked me, why did you ask that? I replied in my six-year-old way that I wanted to make an impact in the world. I wanted to change it for the better. My dad asked me how I was going to do that and what that looked like. I told him I didn't have the foggiest clue. But I knew Jesus would tell me when the time was right. My dad walked out the door, shaking his head in bewilderment, pretty sure he was headed off to work, not knowing how to respond to me. Over the years of my childhood, I repeatedly asked Jesus into my life, terrified that I didn't do it right the first time. I was baptized at the age of 12 in the icy cold river water in late spring, thinking, that would solidify things, and I would know for certain that I was protected and saved from the evil of this world. I still had a desire to make an impact for the positive, but I had zero understanding of how that was going to play out. My young adult life consisted of praying sometimes, 
when life felt hard. Of course, now my dog gets the zoomies and has to disrupt things. Anyway, back to our story. My young adult life consisted of praying sometimes when life felt hard or when I saw someone who needed help. But my faith didn't really go much deeper than that. I attended church regularly, was involved in youth group activities, volunteered for missions trips, and yet I still didn't fully understand who Jesus was and how to interact with him. To me, he was a being that was far removed from me, unreachable, someone who was there, but not really anyone I could trust or rely on for anything. All of these years later, after that, <clears throat> after that day on the floor of my bedroom, I have come to realize that the Lord and Jesus are modeled to us by our parents, primarily our fathers. If they become people we can't trust or rely on, and I hate to say it, abuse the role as father and harm us emotionally, mentally, physically, you know, <laughs> all of those things, if that is how they, <clears throat> if that is how a father is modeled to us, then of course it makes sense that Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and God would be confusing because we were never taught or shown what that relationship is meant to look like. It wasn't until that moment when I cried out, begging for forgiveness and rescuing, that I began the journey of learning who Jesus really is, how the Holy Spirit works, and what the power of God can do on behalf of me when I get out of his way and stop living on my limited understanding. Up until that moment, I lived entirely on my own understanding. Sure, I read the Bible sometimes and prayed, but only as a last resort. And I, I'd not been to church in over 10 years. I still had faith and still believed in the Trinity, but my understanding of how to follow Christ was an utter failure. I figured I was better off on my own because life had shown me that people were unsafe and I was the only person I could rely on. Only I didn't trust myself because I learned at a very young age that my own instincts were always going to be wrong and were untrustworthy, so I needed to act only on what I was told to do. This led to, over time, isolating myself to an extreme because hiding felt safest. I sank into the deepest form of survival. Caring only for my children was the only thing keeping me functioning or moving at all. I realized that cloudy, cold fall day that I had it all wrong. The trajectory of my life was not sustainable. I was quickly headed towards complete and total destruction. If I didn't change, the train wreck would be unstoppable. So I did the only thing I'd not done yet, let go of trying to control the outcome. I prayed, Lord, I give it all to you. I place this at your feet to do with as you will. I'm tired and weary from fighting. Take this burden from me and heal the wounds that I've ignored so that all those involved may live. I can't fix any of it on my own. Forgive me for taking so long to wake up. Lead me where you want me to go. In the name and the blood of Jesus Christ, I prayed all this. That, cha that day changed everything. 
Now, to some, this prayer may seem silly. To others, it may appear dangerous. If you've been there before and know what happens next, this path I had just put myself on is still in the progress and not at all what I could have seen happen. Surrendering feels scary. In truth, it's terrifying because we're no longer in control of the outcome. All the doubt and what-ifs creep in trying to keep us in the darkness. The one thing that has stood out to me most in the last couple of years of this journey of leaning in and seeking God's direction for my life is that God sees more than I ever could. Jesus is the ultimate friend, and the Holy Spirit isn't something you want to mess with. Yes, it's hard. Yes, it's painful. But that whole working all things together for your good, I never understood what that actually meant. And to be honest, I'm still learning. But what I have been able to puzzle out so far is that it means all the hard and painful moments after surrendering are actually to refine us, refine us, and break the chains that sin has over us. Sometimes the bone has to be rebroken in order to correct, to heal correctly. The scars will still be there, but the pain and the hurt will subside because a distant memory will no longer hold a lingering sting, reminding you that God is good and always has our back. I'm not sure why I felt the need to share this particular story. And I don't exactly know where you're at as you're listening to this, but my hope is that it encourages you to lean in and search your own understanding. Because the other thing that I've realized in the last couple of days is that our relationship with Our spiritual relationship is an individual one. It's not supposed to look like anybody else's, and that's okay. But we can find encouragement and hope in the stories of other people. Speaking of stories, um, that is where we're going to be going over the next handful of episodes. I'm not entirely sure what the next two or three are going to look like yet, but I do have conversations with other women who are solo entrepreneurs, full-time moms, and are Christians. Because those are the conversations that I wanted to have. I wanted to hear other stories and not just share my own because you know I'm all about community. You know, like, that's my thing. Like, I am, I am a very strong advocate for community and what that can do for your life and how we can't do it alone. We can't do any of this life alone. So my hope is that you will be, in a, be encouraged by the stories that will be shared over the next, like, wherever, wherever we're going. I'm, I'm in the works of getting all of those booked to record, and I'm actually really excited to have these conversations and share them with you. 
So if you want to um, be updated on those and you want to like be notified of when, when those are coming and get teasers and all of the fun stuff related to that, uh, join the email list. The, um, the information is in the show notes because I don't really know where else to put it. So <laughs> you can find that link in the in the show notes and we will chat next week. Thank you for listening. I'm so glad we got to hang out for today's episode. I hope it brought you some inspiration and valuable insights. If you enjoyed what you heard, I truly appreciate it. If you could take a moment to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, your feedback helps grow and reach more awesome listeners like yourself. I would also encourage you to share this episode with friends, family, or anyone who needs some motivation in their day. Together, we can make a positive impact on more lives. If you want more exclusive content or behind-the-scenes updates, be sure to join the exclusive podcast email club. You can find that info in the show notes. And thanks again for being a part of this journey. Don't forget to hit that follow button for more episodes filled with all the salty insights. And remember, you've got what it takes to chase your dreams and make them a reality. So just keep shining.